Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 41, where we're going to be discussing, are you really fasting or do you just think you're fasting? This is Tyler Clark. Welcome to the Health Over Greed podcast. What if everything you know about weight loss and overall health was purchased just to sell a product? What if your health was sacrificed just to increase profit margins? And what can you do to become more aware and question all the greedy motives that are putting your life and your loved ones at risk? Welcome to our podcast, Health Over Greed, with your host, Tyler Clark. The answers to these questions start in three, two, one. All right, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day. I'm going to try some things a little bit differently today as I always go off the cuff and I'm going to go off the cuff even more, but I'm going to follow a structured list to keep me on point. So make sure you drop me an email at officialtylerclark at gmail.com and let me know how you like this episode and maybe anything else I can do a little bit better to please your needs because you know I'm here to serve you. Now you know today is Monday so I want to announce this week's winner and I'm going to give them over $200 worth of free content of health and weight loss products completely for free. So thank you for rating and reviewing my podcast. The winner is Judy McClaws. Thank you so much for being so engaged on my content. I really appreciate it. And to show that to you, I'm sending you all these goodies for free. So anybody else who is ready to win some health and weight loss products that are simplified for you and to help you on your journey, make sure that you're doing the following because I'm going to announce a winner every Monday. All you have to do is rate and review my podcast and subscribe. Make sure it's a five star and make sure you review it. If you've already done these things, go follow me on my Instagram and leave me a direct message of what you like on my podcast, or you can just simply email me at officialtylerclark at gmail.com and tell me what you love about the podcast, and you will be entered to win. All right, guys, so now to kind of get into this, I was inspired to do this podcast on a little story I heard where somebody's boyfriend thinks he's fasting, but when she watches him, she knows he's not fasting, but she doesn't really want to say anything to him because she just doesn't. <laughs> and I bring that up because I believe this is probably the case in a lot of people's lives where they think they're doing something correctly, but they're actually not. So I want to start off by just breaking down what fasting really is. What is it? I mean, because you hear intermittent fasting, you hear prolonged fasting, you hear you hear water fasting. I mean, they've even got things like bone broth fasting, juice cleanse fasting, a whole bunch of stuff is just kind of starting to come out. So let's just talk about fasting in its entirety. Because the truth is when you start having a subject be talked about, people take that subject and they create a whole bunch of different gray lines all around it. Because it's like they want to create their own excuses to do a certain thing because they want to believe that that works. For example, I have heard juice fasting. What? You cannot go on a juice fast and think that that's a fast. You're literally taking fruits and you're taking the juice out of them. So you're removing the fiber and leaving the fructose sugar inside of that fruit into a juice, right? So now you've got a juice of fruit that has nothing but fructose 
sugar. Now, why is that bad? Think about this for a second. Sugar is like poison. Fiber is like the anti-poison. So when you take the anti-poison out, all you have is poison. So that's what you get with juice. And this is why you shouldn't even be drinking fruit juice in the first place, but that will be a whole nother episode. And then they think that, that it's fasting. <laughs> no, when you drink that juice, you immediately ignite an insulin response. So you break a fast. So that is not a fast. All you're going to do is struggle and starve the entire time because your body is not getting its deserved amount of calories for the day. And you're just pushing a bunch of fructose sugar in it. Then people make all these excuses of why it's so good for you because of all the vitamins and all this stuff. No, it's terrible for you. And it's not a fast. So this takes me back to we have got to look at the entirety of the fast and then take everything that's on the gray line on the outside and remove it. Because what is a fast? Fasting, it's where you do not ignite an insulin response. Your body is allowed to go to sleep. Like your digestive system is allowed to go to sleep and start the healing process. Basically, you're, you're allowing your body to heal. But your body still needs to function because the majority of your calories burned every single day are from being alive and from internal organs functioning. So it has to burn some type of energy. And that's why it goes and starts burning your stored energy fat for fuel as your digestive system starts to heal. And what's super cool about fasting is, is you start to do autophagy. And what autophagy does is it starts taking all the broken and bad and old cells throughout your body and it breaks them down and creates brand new ones. So basically your immune system is going to be awesome. Your digestive system is going to be awesome. Your entire body is going to be performing it the best it can be because it's constantly allowing itself to heal and repair itself. The problem with today's society is we don't let that happen no more. So our bodies are just like broken down and sick all the time. That's why everybody's probably fasting eight hours a day because that's when they're sleeping and they're eating for 16 hours. So you got to flip this. So basically fasting in a simple explanation is to burn through the food consumption that you have eaten. And that's it. So you can have 12 hours, right? So let's say you eat for 12 hours and then you have 12 hours where you're burning all that food. Well, if you want to start losing weight and letting, allowing your body enough time to access fat stores, all you got to do is make sure you're fasting longer than you're eating. So you will fast for 16 hours and only eat for eight, allowing your body to burn through food consumption and accessing body fat stores. A quick analogy would be like upstairs you have the fridge and downstairs you have the bottom fridge. You have two fridges, but one's easier to access than the other. So when you get rid of all your food in the upstairs fridge, instead of going to the grocery store and refilling that one, when you get hungry, you go downstairs and you access the second fridge, which is your body fat. That's what you need to do with fasting. But most people get hungry and antsy, so they break their fast. Basically, that's what fasting is, okay? So that's fasting. That's it. That's all it is. So now let's move into what breaks a fast. So what would actually break your fast and stop you from getting the benefits that you're getting and why most people think they're actually fasting and they're not. Most people tie it in. Well, I'm not eating. So it's fasting. I have a snack here and there, but see, I'm still not eating. I'm not having a meal. So I'm fasting. That's absolutely false and untrue. 
Let me dive in real fast about two hormones. You have insulin. It's a fat storing hormone that helps you bring down blood sugars when they get too high. Then you have glucagon. It's a it's a fat burning hormone that helps blood sugars come up when they get too low. Glucagon comes out into your body when you're fasting. When you in, ignite insulin, you no longer are fasting. It is impossible to burn fat when you are in an insulin dominant state. So when you ignite insulin, you are no longer fasting. Now let me tell you how easy it is to break your fast. You could have toothpaste that has artificial sweeteners in it, and once the toothpaste hits your tongue, it goes straight to the brain and ignites insulin that fast. And right there, your fast is broken. And a lot of people will sit there and they'll try to make excuses and say, is it enough? Is it not enough to break your fast? I don't. And they'll just be like, ah, it's so little that you could still do it. Okay, first of all, if you're listening to anybody like that, I would unsubscribe to them right away. Because there should be no gray line, period. What if your body, when you do that, breaks the fast and you're doing that every single time? And all that leads to is when you're not seeing the results you want to and you're not feeling good, all of a sudden you're not even thinking about that toothpaste that you may have been brushing your teeth with that is causing it the whole time. So then you get discouraged and you quit. No, you need, you need to be told this is what you do and this is what you don't do. So if you are brushing your teeth, for example, because I don't want to lead you off course, find a toothpaste that doesn't have artificial sweeteners. That's it. I used one from Hello. And it doesn't have any of that stuff and it doesn't break a fast. Same thing with gum. You could be chewing gum, artificial sweeteners, hit the tongue, ignite an insulin response, and boom, you break your fast. If you eat anything whatsoever, you break your fast. Drink water and electrolytes won't break your fast. The main purpose is you don't want to ignite insulin. And if you don't ignite insulin, your body is, is allowed to be fasting. This is where you're going to see all your benefits from breaking down stored body fat, from autophagy, from HGH levels going out the roof, which is amazing because what does that mean for you? That means uh, muscle maintenance or even muscle growth. That means your skin will become clearer, it'll become tighter. It's almost like anti-aging. It'll help you repair your body a lot more. HGH is amazing for the body. So did you know, just a fun fact, as you grow every 10 years, your HGH levels go about down about 10%. As you grow, get older, they keep going down and you keep getting older and more frail. And this is what eventually leads to our death because our HGH levels basically go away. So could you imagine living a longer life because you're allowing your HGH levels to be at a higher level and produce more by just being in a fasted state? What? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that mind-boggling? So again, what breaks a fast? Anything that ignites an insulin response. So don't eat food. A lot of people will tell you that coffee, like black coffee, triggers cortisol, which triggers insulin. I can tell you black coffee is okay. And I've never watched my insulin get spiked because of black coffee. Because there's a lot of articles on this that Basically, it says it's false and basically say it's true. But from my personal experience, I've had lots of black coffee throughout the day during my fast. 
even within my 14 day fast that I did where I went 14 days without food and I checked my blood levels and they didn't even move. So that means my insulin did not get spiked. So if you are somebody that doesn't want to hover over that, uh, I get it. Just don't do it. It's that simple, right? Find what works for you and don't do it. I just, I'm just telling you as a fast, you have got to let your body do its thing. So just drink water. Make sure you're getting lots of electrolytes in herbal teas, black coffee. Okay. Anything else? Don't do it. A lot of people will then say, well, bone broth. There are some benefits that you can go down scientifically if you just do a bone broth fast, which is completely possible, but I want to do it. I personally want to do it just because that will break your fast. <laughs> they say it doesn't because of protein. Uh, the protein's not enough to break your fast, but guys, it has calories. And I've literally done the blood test on myself with bone broth and it has well ignited insulin in my body. I only use bone broth if I'm breaking my fast, I will use bone broth because it breaks my fast and gives me the nutrition that I need. But if you want to dive deeper in those kind of things, those are other pathways you can kind of look at. Just let your body do its work. Like that's it. Let your body burn through the consumed food and then access your body fat stores. That's it. How simple is that? But you can't snack on stuff. You can't eat stuff. You can't do stuff that's going to ignite an insulin response. You, you know what's super bad about that? Let's say you've been fasting for 13 hours, and then you did something that ignited an insulin response. But in your head, you're like, all I did is brush my teeth. But you don't know what's going on, right? You, you don't think, you still think you're fasting. All of a sudden, you're starving. Why? Why did that happen? Well, when you ignite an insulin response, your body is now like, okay, guys, we're done healing the digestive system. We are done burning stored body fat. We got to get ready for food to come. Insulin's rising. So now they're like, whew. Now they got different jobs. They got different duties to do. And then they're sitting there waiting for the food and it never comes. And then you got your, your brain's releasing ghrelin hormones saying, hey, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. Now you're really getting starving. And then it comes a pain and then you gotta, you're either suffering or you break your fast, right? So just don't break it. When you don't break your fast, you're not gonna be hungry. When you're not eating garbage too, like artificial sweeteners, sugars, and highly processed carbs and you're doing like a ketogenic type of diet and then you're fasting and you've done this for a couple of weeks, you're gonna notice how you're never hungry when you're truly fasting. It's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. It's something that I was never told. It was something I was told it was always the opposite. If you go that long without eating, you're going to be starving. It was never the truth, ever. When I eat a ketogenic diet and only eat one meal a day and fast for 23 hours, I'm never hungry all day, but I have the most energy and I feel the greatest in my entire life. All right, guys. So just like I said, so what's insulin? I just, I really want you guys to remember what insulin is because insulin isn't just for diabetics. When I grew, when I was growing up, I used to think that insulin, it was only for type two diabetics or type one diabetics. They needed insulin and I tied insulin to them. But the truth is insulin is the main factor of weight loss. Insulin is the key factor to everything. If you want to lose weight, you need to know about insulin. If you want to be healthy, you need to know about insulin. Insulin is everything. If your body's not producing insulin, right? You're going to be a diabetic. If you can't stop eating and you keep eating trash and sugary foods and snacks and you can't stop, you're going to become a diabetic because your blood sugar is going to get so high and your body is going to become so resistant to insulin that it won't be able to stop your blood sugars anymore. And that's why they keep rising. And then you're put on medication by your doctor 
and then you're a diabetic for life, and then you have a one out of four chance you're going to die of a heart disease. <laughs> That's a lot to take in, right? That's a lot to take in. So insulin is extremely important for everybody, not just a, a diabetic. You need to dial in your insulin. So you want to make sure your blood sugars are not high. And if they are, you need to start bringing them down. Especially, have you ever noticed, like if you have high blood pressure, how, how doctors just put you on medication right away? It's usually typically like three medications. Even though if they would tell you, we need to figure out how to get your body to make insulin really effective in the body and then lower your blood sugar levels with nutrition and fasting. If we do that, you don't have to be on this medication anymore, but that's never going to happen because that doesn't sell no products. And doctors don't get bonuses or kickbacks for telling you to fast. They only get kickbacks from selling you a medication every single month. Just remember what insulin is and why you should never be in an insulin dominant state. You need to be, you need to have insulin in your body way less than what you're normally used to. So you need to be fasting more often, especially if you're looking to lose weight and become healthy again. Until you get to the place that you want to be, then you can start maintaining with like a 12-hour fast or a 12-hour feeding window. So now let's tie this all together. So what is fasting? Well, fasting is when you allow enough time in the day for your body to burn through the calories that you consumed from food. And then if you do intermittent fasting, it allows more time for you to fast so it can access body fat stores to burn that as fuel. And then prolonged fasting is when you go longer than like 24 hours. That's when you just let your body burn your store body fat and reheal itself with autophagy, increased HGH levels, and so on. What breaks a fast? Anything and everything that ignites an insulin response in your system. Artificial sweeteners, sugars, um, anything. A lot of people will tell you 50 calories. You can go up to 50 calories. Stop, guys. Any calories are going to ignite insulin. So no, you should have zero calories in your fast. So keep it to water, black coffee, and herbal teas. Then insulin. You need to know a lot about insulin. Just make sure your body is not in an insulin-dominant state. What is an insulin-dominant state? Well, that's when you've been eating more often than not. When your body has con is constantly producing insulin to keep your blood sugars down, that's an insulin-dominant state. So you don't want to be in an insulin-dominant state. So what do you do? You just fast. Water fasting brings you out of the insulin-dominant state and puts you in a state of glucagon instead, and that's what will help you out there. So when you bring this all together, that's how you fast. So if you weren't doing these things and you were doing something else, you were not fasting. So I hope today's episode clears that up for you. And if you're somebody that fast or you have somebody you know that's fasting, make them listen to this episode so they understand that what they're doing is not okay. <laughs> because if they want to truly fast, this is what they have to do. Or just don't try to fast at all because you're only making it worse on yourself. So again, guys, if you love this episode, like this episode, or have an idea to help me make this podcast even better, because I'm here to serve you, email me at officialtylerclark at gmail.com and give me your feedback. As well, if you haven't already, make sure to go rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast so we can help this get out to a bigger audience. 
Just imagine if you were to actually share this to your Facebook, to your Instagram, to any social platform that you have, and it reaches the right person and you change their life, then it was all worth it. I would appreciate it and they will appreciate it. So make sure that you get the word out of what we're trying to do here. Next, I would love for you to come join my Instagram. I have keto recipes, keto tips, fasting tips, everything you need to know about health and weight loss. I'm always giving away free books as well. So if you go check me out there, follow me, official Tyler Clark. We have over almost 12,000 followers strong at the moment, and you can be a part of a community that supports. So last but not least, here we are to the greedy fact of the day. All right, guys. So in about the 1900s, childhood obesity was around 6 to 7% in America. I'm just going to do this on America. Um, the world is actually starting to follow suit. But on this, one, we're going to do America. Childhood obesity was around 6 to 7%. Uh, adult obesity was around uh, 11 to 12% hovering somewhere in there. Type 2 diabetes was contracted to 1 out of 500,000 people. Now let's fast forward 100 plus years later, childhood obesity is now soaring up, upwards of 19% and adult obesity 39% about to hit 40%. And now every one out of seven people are becoming a type 2 diabetic. They all talk to each other. You should also look up sugar consumption and what that has done from the time of 1900s to today. But we're going to talk about that on tomorrow's episode. So what's the greedy fact of all of this? It's that they want you to become fat, fatter. That's why they're prescribing you medications. It's a trillion dollar a year business. That's why they want you to become a type 2 diabetic. Because it's a 30 billion dollar a year business. They want you and your child fat because the sicker you are, the more they can sustain it with medications. This epidemic has been soaring and skyrocketing with no clear sign that it's going to start reversing anytime soon. That's why we have to get the word out. That's why we got to get more people listening. And that's why when you listen and you know what to do, that you tell everybody you know so you can help them as well. This is what my whole business model is set on, is if I can teach one person how to change their entire lives, I don't want you coming back to me. I want you to know how to do it going forward and then teaching and then helping all your friends and family around you do the same. That's the only way we're going to even take a dent in these problems, especially when we're going up against big companies and businesses that have unlimited pockets to spend in advertising to throw up in front of your face. Just wait until these big businesses finally understand that Everybody is on social media and they start taking their money from TV, radio, and billboards and start flushing it into social media. How much more you're going to see about this stuff? It's going to be unreal. We've got to take control of this. Take control of your life. Help your friends and family no matter how much pushback you get. Because at the end of the day, you love them. So the more that you keep quiet when it comes to their health, when you're watching them walk down this road, that's ultimately going to shave off years of their lives that you could potentially be with them. 
It's a disservice to them that you're keeping your mouth quiet. You need to speak up. You need to not care what they may think because you need to plant the seed. Whether they act on it or not, they need to know that you care and you're letting them know that it's time for a change. This affects you just as much as it affects them. We love our friends. We love our families. Let them know. And don't be afraid to. All right, guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review as we'll be dropping a new episode every day to help you on your journey to losing weight, becoming healthier, or even help save the lives of your loved ones. It's time to question everything we believed and show the world I am more than just a statistic. And if you want to know more about our host, Tyler Clark, visit www.officialtylerclark.com.